0: Hello, Pastor Steve Waldron, Biblical Archaeology Today. I hope you're having a great day in Jesus. Today, we're going to be talking about one of the most controversial archaeological discoveries ever. If it is true, it is one of the preeminent archaeological discoveries of all time. If it is a forgery, it is one of the most well-executed forgeries ever in the antiquities market, and I'm talking of the Jehoash tablet, or also it's known as the Jehoash Inscription. So I wrote an article about it in Premier Study Bible, page 552. I'm going to read what I wrote, and this was based on some research I was doing at the time, and then I'm going to read uh, from the Wikipedia page that gives some pushback on that, but also give some validity to it. Okay. So let's go to the premier study Bible, the Jehoash tablet. It says this is a tablet detailing repairs that King Jehoash or Joash made in the temple in Jerusalem. It corresponds to Second Kings twelve. After several years in Israeli courts disputing its authenticity, it has been shown by almost all scholars to now be thought of as genuine. It dates to the ninth century BC and is considered to be one of the most remarkable of all biblical finds. So, you know, I made some pretty bold statements about all scholars. Well, evidently, as most things are, can be highly contested. So here we go. I maybe should have uh, either defined scholars or not said almost all, but at the time... When this was written, I probably wrote that in 2.17, it seemed to be the scholarly consensus had really gone the way of saying this was in fact true. All right, so the inscription describes repairs made to the temple in Jerusalem by Jehoash. This is from Wikipedia, son of King Ahaziah of Judah. and corresponds to the account in Second Kings chapter 12. While some scholars support the antiquity of the patina, which in turn strengthens the contention that the inscription is authentic, the Israeli Antiquities Authority has reported that the inscription is a modern-day forgery. So here's the text of the inscription. It says, I am Yehoash, son of Auza, king over Judah. And I executed the repairs when men's hearts became replete with generosity in the densely populated land and in the sparsely populated steppe and all the cities of Jerusalem to donate money for the sacred contributions abundantly. In order to purchase quarry stone and juniper wood and edomite copper, copper from the city of Adam, in order to perform the work faithfully. Then I renovated the breaches of the temple and of the surrounding walls and the storied structure and the meshwork and the winding stairs and the recesses and the doors. May this inscribed stone become this day a witness that the work has succeeded and may God thus contain his people, or excuse me, ordain his people with blessing. It's got a little bit of the original Hebrew out there as well. Now, some of the internal, you know, the patinas mentioned, other things seem to indicate it is in fact authentic. Some of the Hebrew writing is not what one would suspect, and that would cause especially orthographers to question linguists whether in fact it is uh, authentic or not. Okay, so there was a police investigation. The Israeli magazine Meriv correspondent Boaz Gayan reported that the Israeli Antiquities Authority theft unit had focused their attention on the Jehoash inscription as expensive bait to defraud a prominent collector in London. So it goes into the phony business card and on and on and so forth. All right, a March 19, 2003 article in Mariv reported that the court had issued a search warrant. And it keeps going. Um, then police conducted a new search in a storage space. It keeps going. March 14, 2012, Jerusalem Judge Aaron Farkash stated that there is no evidence that any of the major artifacts were forged and that the prosecution failed to prove their accusations beyond a reasonable doubt. However, the court also ruled that it was unable to conclude that the Jehoash inscription was authentic and noted that an associate of the accused forgers had confessed to aiding in its fabrication. So the judge comes out and says, look, they did not prove beyond a reasonable doubt this is a forgery, but I also don't know if it's right or not. And there was somebody who confessed, but who knows why they confessed. Not everybody confesses you know, to crimes that they committed sometimes. It's personal vendettas, on and on and so forth. So, the Israeli Antiquities Commission, Limor Livnet, Israeli Minister of Culture, appointed a scientific commission to study the Joash tablet, as well as the James Ossuary. The commission concluded that various mistakes in the spelling and mixture of different alphabets indicated that this was a modern forgery. Now, I'm going to stop right there. I may at some point in the future, Lord willing, go into, I think it's Holden's book on archaeology, where he makes this amazing case, I think, in favor of this, the James Ossuary for sure, and uh, and look at some different things. The con- commission concluded that various mistakes in the spelling and the mixture of different alphabets indicated this was a modern forgery. The stone was typical of western Cyprus and areas further west. patina over the chiseled letters was different from that on the back of the stone and could easily be wiped off the stone by hand. In a press conference, Jerusalem, June 18, 2003, the Israeli Antiquities Authority Commission declared the inscription a modern forgery. All right, the University of Oldenburg external expert report says this, The grainy whitish patina with yellow and gray particles embedded existing prior to 2005 and documented by the Israeli Antiquities Authority as James Bond material looks like Meyer cement used around 1900-1920 at the Acropolis Monuments in Athens. Uh, Unfortunately, these materials are presently no longer existing and the ossuary have been totally eliminated for reasons unknown. Um keeps going. So, Crumbian of the University of Oldenburg concludes that our preliminary investigations cannot prove the authenticity of the three objects beyond any doubt. Doubtlessly, the pentina is continuous in many places throughout the surface. The grooves in the case of the ossuary and tablet. On the other hand, a proof of forgery is not given by the experts nominated by the Israeli Antiquities Authority. So, again, up in the air. We can't prove it's a forgery. We can't prove it is authentic. Um, let's keep going here. Okay, in article 2007, Professor Chaim Cohen of Ben-Gurion University, both the nature of these contributions, the fact that they're completely new, do support my long-standing position concerning the authenticity of the Joash Jehoash inscription as follows. In order to remove any possible doubt concerning my position as regards the authenticity of its abbreviation as YI, I wish to emphasize at the outset that I do not know whether the inscription is genuine. I do contend, however, that it cannot be proven philologically to be a modern-day forgery. I would also add that if, nevertheless, YI does turn out to be a forgery, then it is the most brilliant forgery in my opinion. So, again, up, down, uh, it, it's really difficult to discern. Okay, the author of the Tell Fakra Assyrian Aramaic bilingual inscription, dated to the mid nineteenth century BC, speaks of a possible future renovation of the inscription. Professor Ronnie Reich, and we're going to keep going here, just another few moments. Finally allow me, he says this, finally allow me to play devil's advocate and say that the inscription appears to me to be authentic because it's hard for me to believe that a forger or a group of forgers can be so knowledgeable in all aspects of the inscription, that is the physical, paleographic, linguistic, and biblical ones, that they could produce such an object. So... In a review article published in 2012, Rosenfield, Feldman, Cronfield, and Crumbian summarized their earlier published studies and reviewed the expert testimony given at the trial of Oded Golan. They supported the judge's conclusion that the forgery of the artifact could not be proved and stated that the trial evidence confirmed their own earlier conclusion that it is most probably genuine. So here we go. Okay, and so and this was a fascinating one as I was reading through this, this particular paragraph, it's very germane. In mid-2013, after Judge Aaron Farkash of the Jerusalem District Court ruled that the state had failed to prove the artifact was a forgery, the state applied to the Supreme Court to obtain an official requiring the owner of the artifact, Golan, to consign it to the state without payment. The Supreme Court ruled against the Israeli antiquities Authority turning the tab the tablet and Asher to Golan, who intends to publicly display both. So then it goes into some of the negative aspects, uh, and here's some of the reason a Semitic philologist contends that the inscription contains anomalies, spellings, linguistic usages that do not jibe with what we know of ancient Hebrew writing and language. So. There you have it. That's about the size of it. So again, some of the works that I had read anterior to reading Wikipedia had indicated that it had gotten quite a bit of scholarly consensus. Um, Now maybe not so much. It just is right now in the realm of the disputed. If it is a forgery, again, people who have studied it and study these things regularly say it is one of the greatest of all forgeries. And others say the reason they feel it's genuine, they don't feel like it could possibly be forged. It was too complicated. But you have others that say that it is a forgery. The Jehoash tablet. So uh, do your own research on that. And it could be turn out to be one of the greatest archaeological discoveries of all time. So God bless. We love you. We'll talk with you later. Subscribe. Listen to the backlift. Share it with folks. See us on YouTube, New Life of Albany, New Life of Albany on Facebook, newlifeofalbany.com. Give us your prayer request. Be happy to pray with you. Believe God can do anything. God bless. Talk with you later. Bye-bye.